Welcome to a bonus episode here on Drew's Sports Crew. Look, we're talking sports as always, but a different take here on sports. We're talking about officiating in the state of Wisconsin specifically here. Uh, sports officials, right? Referees. And I'm joined by one. I'm joined by a licensed WIAA official, Ryan Borkart. Ryan, how are you doing here on this Saturday morning? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing well. And yeah, full disclosure here. You won't be hearing this episode, you know, for like another week and a half from now again, as right. You'll be hearing this. I'll be, I'll be on a study abroad trip actually here for a week. So again, we're doing a bonus episode here ahead of time. So YouTube, you hear it first, but again, you'll hear it everywhere else on a later date. And yeah, really what we're talking about, we want to talk about, you know, what problems our officials in the state of Wisconsin are facing. We're gonna talk about solutions we have, right? Ryan, you've been involved in it for couple years now so you know you've certainly seen it and we, we got to talk about things that have happened this past year because we're seeing things happen that you know we haven't seen ever right i mean we're t- we were just talking about like the germantown incident right um for those who haven't heard right um of, actually the pa announcer had to get involved because of how toxic the situation was so i guess i know like you can speak upon right your experiences and just how, how have you felt the game you know, or especially for officials, how has that changed the last few years? Well, I think that there is now a understanding of that there's a shortage of officials. So I think that administrators and kind of everybody that's involved with hiring officials kind of realizes that and they're trying to find solutions to kind of help keep officials in the sport. I, yeah, no, I agree. Like there's people have recognized the shortage, but like I'm wondering – what, I, what I've always thought about was how did we get to the shortage? Was it was it the pandemic? Did the pandemic really drive it? And then people just weren't coming back? Like, how do we get to the shortage? So the pandemic also had a major part in it. It kind of, it for a lot of the older officials, it kind of said, you know, I'm out of it for a year and kind of didn't want to come back. And, you know, we lost a lot of officials do that way. They just retired early. And also, too, this parents are, have been out of control. And, you know, that's, I guess I think I heard a stat like 40% of the reasons why officials leave is because of the adults, adult behavior in the stands. And so, yeah. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, I, Like the fact you mentioned 40% being because of parents, really. Um, no, I'm because it makes sense, right? The pandemic kind of being the driving force, but then right, these people not returning. Were you refing at all like through the pandemic or did you start? So I actually, yeah. I, so, I graduated high school in 2020, so I guess our my seasons got cut short. But then the next year, when there was only like limited stands, it was nice for a young official coming in because you didn't have all the pressure from the adults and stuff. So it was nice not having to deal with it. So it's kind of a nice grace period to work in. But you know, it's just it what it was still wasn't the same, you know. Yeah, and and again, we're we're talking more WIA. I guess like still we want to highlight like AAU club ball, you know, things like that. Because again, there's, there, there's been a shortage there, right? I mean, haven't you like personal experience? I'm, I'm sure you've gotten, cause we've talked, right. You've gotten emails talking about, you know, Hey, we need people to ref this tournament last minute. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I really don't do much AAU stuff, but definitely for youth tournaments and stuff too, is that, I mean, there's emails constantly going out that said, Hey, we need officials last minute. And it's just kind of, you know, pick and choose of who you get. Yeah, would you say um, isn't that like the best way to get in? Honestly, like because like full disclosure, I mean, I was actually a licensed official. I never actually like had, I, n- I never used it, but I, I mean, I'd love to. 
I, it was for the 2021 to 2022 season. I was, I was licensed. Um, cause they had a thing. They were actually doing like free licensing for high school students, mm-hmm. um, at the time. Uh, but like, isn't the best way to get in on that? Isn't it honestly starting with those youth tournaments? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you, you always have to start somewhere and a great start. If you know, if you want to start getting started is definitely these tournaments or if like you're in college and Amiros is also a great way to get started too. So, I mean, just kind of getting like these, I guess, low pressure games of youth stuff and Amiros is a great place to start. Yeah, maybe I should have read to the introduction. I should have been like, you know, uh, multi multi year experienced official Ryan Borkar, WI licensed official, intramural, man, what is it, supervisor? Yeah, I, mean, I, I should hit on all the points. So yeah, I mean, you've you've had the experience, right, going from intramural high school and kind of like mm-hmm. switching back and forth. Of course, the intramural being kind of a different atmosphere for sure. Um, yep. But yeah, I mean. I, I'm th- I, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about coming back out, you know, with the basketball. Um, do it. Obviously, yeah, we're talking more it. more basketball in this one, but I mean, we still you you right you want, you want baseball games. You've done softball games, mm-hmm. not football yet. Nope. But we we isn't basketball the biggest shortage, right? We're experiencing, or is it in other sports as well? I mean, the shortage is everywhere. I mean, no matter what sport you see, there's a shortage. It you know it. I really don't know the numbers for every single sport, but I can just truly tell that. You know, there's a shortage everywhere, and we need officials everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, how easy now? Because I, I mean, I mentioned it was it was free to do for high school. I, I don't think that promo is going on anymore, but um, they do right now. It's the current fee, at least what I've seen, is thirty five dollars plus then fifteen dollars per sport. Right, so it's a yep, fixed thirty five, and that's the variable yep. based on how many sports you're doing. Yep. So I think high schools are still free. You just need your AD's signature or whatever, and you send that to WA, you're registered. So obviously, like you can do youth games and stuff like that too. Um, I know that as you said, the base $35 fee, and then I think certain sports there's no fee, but I think just a lot of the major sports there's that $15 fee. Like, yeah, like like the sports that we mentioned: football, yep. basketball, baseball. Um, the the other thing is, um, I I want to add um individuals that are current or retired military actually. Um, the fees waive for the first two years mm-hmm. that you're doing it. I mean, that's something not many talk about. Um, and then it basically the process goes right. I mean, you submit the application, you're mailed the rule book, you're mailed training material, and then you take that exam after going through the material. And then what's the what's the score again? Is like 90, 80? Oh, uh, there's really no requirement. So like as the years go on, your score kind of determines your level. Mm-hmm. So like the higher you get, I guess, on your test determines your level. But then obviously if you don't reach that benchmark of what level you should be, you go down in levels too. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, because I want to talk about the level leveling system too, because not many people know about this. I mean, we we've we've talked about it before off the air, but mm-hmm. um, like just how officials are actually rated, like you might just think, okay, you, you go in, you know, Ryan Borkart goes and refs the game, whatever, that's it. No, I mean, coaches actually have the ability to rate officials, right? I mean, can I talk more about that? Yeah, so obviously WIA pushes coaches to rate officials because that's kind of how they determine, like, how far, I guess, or deep you should go in the playoffs. So obviously, like, uh, the highest number you get is, like, this ref should deserve state, and then there's as you go down the numbers, you know, it kind of determines on where you should fall. 
Um, like talking with the signers and stuff, they kind of said, really don't worry about your ratings and levels because, you know, they'll notice you. You know, if they think they deserve your game, they're going to give you the games. So I really don't focus too much on the ratings and levels as much. But, you know, yeah. Yeah, I, I got you. So uh, that's like the pro- so like on it like you can you can see right how to, you can see your rating at the end of the year but you can't see it's anonymous of what a coach rated you right correct yeah so i really don't look at like i said i don't look at the ratings too much but like you know like i heard from assigners you know you could be getting yelled at from a coach and then all of a sudden you think you're going to get a bad score but then you look back and they gave you a really good score so it's just kind of you know that's yeah, why so i really don't you- look at it that much yeah, I mean, and just just to highlight, like, I mean, there's still like a rating process, you know, through the games that people might not look at. Um, but I guess experience, like, I'm. We've talked about okay, so we we lost people because of the pandemic, right? I mean, we lost referees that maybe didn't come back. We lost people because right, parents. You mentioned forty percent that number, but like, why aren't we getting that young audience? That, that's kind of what I've thought about. Like, how do how do we get you know? And I'm saying, how is like the WA? How do we get people? like our age to go in and go ref. I think it's, they're starting to try to get coaches to kind of persuade their players to get into the sport. So obviously like they know about it. And from back home, I've seen the signers like do a great job in youth, just going to high schools and hosting camps that, you know, if you're interested, you can help out or like, you know, get interested in, you know, do some games and stuff. But there's also a stat where two out of every 10 officials actually stay within the first two years of doing it. And the main concern wow. of why they left was because of the parents too. So, you know, it's not just at high school. It's just not at upper levels. It's all levels, even like third and fourth basketball games. They're still concerned about the parents. 20%. So you're telling me 20%, like they retain 20% after two years, right? Yep. Yep. Wow. Okay. Well, th- that's, that's another problem we have to highlight, but no, I think I think you bring up a great point. Like getting getting the players, getting the, the people, you know, boys, girls, you know, people who've been around the game for years, getting them right to you know, to hey, you know, your playing career might be done, but there's another opportunity to continue, right? Staying involved in the game of basketball, whether it's coaching, officiating. I think that's that's a great point. Well, something I've thought about is you know, I think intramurals is extremely underrated with the officials. I think getting WIA, getting assigners. Need to go to these colleges and talk with these officials, right? If you're doing it at this level, you know you could continue this after college. I think that's something that needs to be. Mm-hmm. I think the WIA, quite frankly, needs to get involved more with with intramurals, whether right. I mean, it's at a college like a school like Milwaukee, any of these UWs, any of these private schools. Let alone, um, there's an opportunity there. If there's intramurals, who's there, there's officials? Really, I mean, mm-hmm. getting getting those students um, involved and in potentially wherever they they reside. You know, and the opportunity, because like we've we've talked about, you know, of course you're getting paid for the games. There's potential too for some some games, right? Gas mileage, right? Reimbursements there, mm-hmm. and just you, I mean, opportunity to watch a game, right? I mean, watch a high level game, whether if you're doing playoffs, sometime again that takes time to to get to, but if you're doing regional games, you get to watch a regional game, and you get to again, you know, be in, be a part of the game, right? I mean, it's something that's might look like right again a high pressure situation like you've talked about but like just right i mean is it like a thrill you experience when you ref i guess can you kind of allude to talk more about that yeah i mean there's definitely you know if kind of you don't feel anxious or like you don't want to do it like there's you 
shouldn't ref you know you should always want to do the game and you always should be happy for the game and just i mean communicating with coaches and players and just interacting with them is just a really cool experience that i don't think you get anywhere else you know it's just you know yeah i'm, I'm wondering yeah and we can talk more about your story specifically like all right right i mean you've had some great experience with coaches that i mean you've told me about too like just talking with the map for the game before the game during the game right i mean is there any specific ones that stand out to you well, there's a lot of, you know, there, there's definitely the good coaches and bad coaches. You know, I necessarily don't get, I guess, a good rep because I'm a young official. And I mean, I I agree with the coaches too. Like, you just don't know what you're going to get with a young guy or a new guy. But I mean, there's definitely some coaches that in my back of my mind that, yes, they've treated me well and I really work well with. And there's some other coaches that, you know, kind of don't get well with me. And, you know, I don't want to have a, you know, I guess, bad relationship with anybody. But, you know, if I do their game again, you have to have a clean slate because, you know, if you bring a bad rep into the next game, there's going to be problems. Exactly. And bringing up, right, we've talked about bringing up stuff from prior games. Like, come on. Uh, but, okay, so some context here. Ryan's from Evansville, which, again, is in the Rock Valley Conference by Janesville. If you don't know where Janesville's, by Madison. We'll just say it's Madison. So, um He's he's over by where the state games are. We'll we'll, we'll put it like that. Um, but he's he's been down there. He's ref games down there. He's ref Milwaukee area games. He's ref intramurals. So he's he's ref in different you know different areas, different experiences, different different atmospheres. Also, and then right, you've also ref baseball, um, softball, yep. right? and you get boys and girls basketball. He's ref. So I, I did have a question. You know, to talk. To, what would you say is like the best game you've ever ref to? I mean, that's what I was thinking about. Like, I know it's a tough mm-hmm. one. Uh, I think there was Living Word Lutheran. I forgot who they played, but it was just a really close game. Last second shot went in, and it was just, you know, a lot of the people at, with the small schools think those games aren't fun. But personally, I literally like the small schools a lot. You know, you get the, I guess, a lot of the home people, you know, they, always go to the high school games, you know, and want to watch high school games because there's nothing else going on. So, I mean, just all those small school games, if they have a good crowd, those are always super fun to do. Was that game this year or? Oh, uh, that was last year. Last year, Living World. Was it boys or girls? It was a boys game. Boys game, gotcha. They're in the Midwest Classic Conference. No, and the other, the other thing about refing too is like, I mean, you get to see, you know, right, new areas of the, right, new new areas in like the state, you know, and also just new experiences, new high school gyms. You got to go mm-hmm. wherever that game was. Um, no, but isn't the average age for officials like in the fifties, forties? Yes. I do believe it's 55 years old. 55. Wow. So keep in mind. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's kind of, kind of old. Um, who's the youngest guy you've reffed with other than you, um, other than your, your own self. I think doing, for varsity games, I think I've always been the youngest one. Um, I think the next lowest guy I think was 24, 25 years old. So, wow. So, not not many doing those. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of you know guys out of high school doing JV games. So I think that's a great way to yep. get in. Well, oh, I, yeah, I think those because sure. really, you know, in terms of speed and stuff, like those JV boys and girls games are really like they're gonna really get you up to speed. You know, with the game. Because of course, mm-hmm. right, third and fourth grade game refing is a lot different than a JV game in terms of pace. Right, you you know, um, yep. and but 
you know, getting involved in those is just great experience, great practice for right, those varsity games. I've seen a lot of mm-hmm. high school, you know, like former players exactly, kind of route you've done, former player yourself, get involved, do that. And I mean, I was in the stands, you know, in high school watching watching the game. So I, I, I was the guy in the stands who would, yeah. You know, I I liked ref I liked refereeing from the stands. I wasn't the vocal one from the stands, let alone. But um, I like to ref from the stands and call what I I would call as people do. But mm-hmm. I think I think it gets bad. You know, we've talked about when when you get vocal about what you think was the call, and that's where we have incidents like the Germantown incident comes about, right? You like yeah. to ref from the stands. I know you do. Yeah, I do. You know, if you ref, you know, if you ref, there's. You you always look at the officials once in a while, no matter what, like college, NBA. You always watch them once in a while and just say, "Hey, you know, it's also a good learning tool, too, because you know you watch them. It's like, oh, hey, you know, maybe this situation was close to one of the situations I had in my games. Exactly. How did this official handle it? You know, so like the the point I'm making is everyone refs from the stands, right? Yep. It's a matter of if you're vocal and the issue that we've had, especially in Wisconsin. I I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna just throw Wisconsin, throw some shade here. I think our state, especially at any level, of these games has done a really poor job, you know, in terms of like just getting vocal about these calls, standing up and pointing at the official. I, I think that's where we're crossing these lines. It's it's that those interactions of, of singling out the officials is where. And you feel you feel it's a accurate statement. Yeah, and I don't mind if parents get a little rowdy too because they little like it too, you know. But like obviously, like you said, there's a line, and you know, certain officials have you know a line that's farther away and some line some lines are closer so you know it just depends on where that line is and i guess trying to find that happy line where everybody's at and you know this is a benchmark you can't go over it otherwise you don't get the right to be at the games anymore so again there was that game at germantown it was a warhawk invite brookfield central cedarburg uh actually joe chapman on twitter um really really made this viral um again this was national nationwide being covered um Basically, what happened right end of the game? Questionable call. Well, you know, questionable call be meaning could have gone either way, maybe, or and some parents didn't like the call that was made, right? Parents standing up, throwing their hands. You know, you know the the whole nine yards, and then uh, AD comes on and tells, literally tells the fans. I'll, I got the quote here. I would like to take this opportunity to remind all fans, and I should have done this a lot earlier. Shut up. Is what he says. WIA is always looking for officials, and since you do a good job from the stands, which all of us do, do we think we do the best job from the stands? It's just a matter of how vocal you are. Get on the floor, wear a striped shirt, and do it yourselves. As an official, you directly. Did you think? What'd you think? I love that message. I mean, I don't think you needed to say shut up, but I mean, personally, I just like that message because it's you know it just has a respect of you. Know, you know the administrations that we interact with for the schools that they actually do care about us and that they also do realize they have an issue with uh finding officials so just kind of you know hey we're trying to help you guys you know and we're here to protect you and work with you guys and you know like some officials don't like going to some schools because administrations are bad so you know just kind of that and kind of having our back is just a huge plus you know and we would want to go back there and work again exactly i mean and that's good for the I mean, good for the players, good for right the like the fans. I, I think the message, right? We talk about the, the mess, the the theme of the message, good. The way it was conveyed, maybe not the best, but yeah, 
we do have to acknowledge, right? I mean, the heat of the situation. I, I, mm-hmm. I completely understand it. Um, I also, right? I mean, we've talked about the game actually was deleted off the so off off of social. Like they deleted the game because of this. Yep. They were they want the publicity of it. I understand, um, but you know, I, I think a good learning learn, a learning opportunity for a lot of right. Hopefully, parents. Yep. I mean, it it made a lot of news. So yeah. And, you know, especially making the national news like this clip, actually, you know, if they parents watch this, you know, maybe they're like the Germantown or whoever teams were playing at that time. They realize, oh, crap, we actually have an official and official shortage. And maybe we should kind of start cleaning up our act a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that's that had to have been a key key driver to why things things were going on. But I think that was maybe that was really, a, you know, a good message, you know, that again that went to officials and um, important, right? And I hope mm-hmm. now WIA, we don't have exact numbers for next year's our official, you know, licensing, but when do you usually do that by? Um, official, I think it opens up in June. And I think you have the whole month of June to register for the next year. I do believe I can't remember exactly, but I think it's I at you. the end of the sports seasons. So I, after the spring season. I also want to talk about like time commitment for this. Cause you know, usually people say, Oh, we don't, I don't have time to ref, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, can you kind of speak upon like how much time could, is it really, you know, if you're refing a school close by or whatnot? I mean, what's so good about refing, you're technically an independent contractor. So, I mean, you get to create your own schedule, you know, it just depends on how far you want to go. Like for me, I want to get as much games as possible and get my name out there more. So I'm, might drive a little farther just to get my name out there and make these signers happy so I can possibly get more games. You know, and some people might just want to do JV games and they might want to just drive not too far. I mean, that's perfectly fine too because we need officials everywhere. So I think there's definitely a, a spot for anybody if you want to do it. And if you communicate with your signers of what you want, they will make it happen. Signers, communication key, shocker. Yes. That's, that seems to be a rule for a lot of things. All right, well, you're going to have to make sure for still for intramural training though. Make sure I... If you're doing it in fall, I'll, I'll have to get in on the training for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. But what do you like? Last thing I really want to talk about here is like the future of officials. Like, what do we think? How do we think they're going to solve it? Do, do you think they're going to use like, I mean, talking to WIA as a whole, right? So I'm talking about what, what the office is going to do. Um, what methods do we think they're going to employ? Do they, you think, you know, pushing more out to high school intramurals or what, what approach do you think they're going to take? I think they have to push youth i mean especially with the average age of officials being 55 you have to push youth otherwise you know people who are 55 years old that i got like i've talked to they're done in seven years seven ten years so if we don't start working young officials now there's i hate to say it but there might be you know a crappy time for officials because they're not gonna have experienced in the tough varsity level competition of games so I think that the next 10 years are going to be really important to be pushing for the youth. And I think that some of the smaller schools or some schools might be pushing to neutral sites and coming on four teams in. And, you know, varsity crew does two of the two varsity games at night. So obviously there's a lot of ways to approach on how to kind of, you know, try compensating for the short of officials. But we really need to start pushing for youth and getting the youth out there and officiate. Wouldn't that be a nightmare, though, having to start doing things like that? Uh, it kind of would be more boys and girls back to back. I think 
it depends. Like I've seen some conferences do that now. I think the North Shore is doing that a little bit of doing back to backs. I don't know if they have some might have keep the same crew for both games. Some might bring in a new crew, and it's just it's more on what the schools want to do. And the but if they can't do games, they have to start compensating. You know, to start doing that. So like I said, next ten years we're gonna see probably a lot of changes, and it's gonna stick with that probably. Wow. Yeah. I I hope we don't get to that kind of point. So we got to get we gotta get officials involved. I mean, that's kind of you know we're talking about the shortage today. We want to right, we we want to be people who can help alleviate this shortage, and that's kind of why we bring up some points we have today. And right, Ryan, you're you're a part of ending the shortage. That's what you're gonna do, right? I'm trying my best. You're just gonna have to ref more games, more and more games, because you got baseball this summer. Yep. Wait, how many games are you doing for baseball? Like 20, 30? Uh, 20 summer baseball games. And wow. So, so end goal for refing. Uh, My end goal? Yeah. Well, I want to push as far as I can for officiating. I don't know when that's going to stop, but I just want to keep advancing my careers. Basketball? And, yes, for basketball. I want to just keep pushing, hopefully get into college and start doing college games. Okay. I love it. And would you still, you would be done with high school then? Uh, it you... just depends. I mean, I might keep, depending on where I live, I might keep my registration there. And, you know, if I have a Thanks. night off, I might go to a high school game. So, so we could still see around, uh, maybe not in the Valders area, maybe not up by us in Northeast Wisconsin, but maybe, maybe you make a trip. You know, if there's a tournament up there, maybe for state girls basketball, I mean, you're going to have yeah. to go to the rush. So, yeah. Could see that in there, Ryan. But did you have anything else here as we talked our roughing? No, I think we kind of hit the main points. Like you said, you want to focus on the shortage, and I think we hit kind of key factors of what drives the shortage and maybe what we need to do to fix it. So yeah, that's exactly what when we talked again, I'm gonna reiterate, right? Coaches, maybe not even coaches, but ADs, we need to get and these young athletes, right? The seniors in high school, start with them, talk about you know, even having the AD come into classes. I mean, like this is this is something that needs to happen. You're in the school. Right, come and talk about you know perks of refing. I mean, WI could send even send out a simple PowerPoint, standardized PowerPoint. Everyone shares. Boom, boom, boom. This is how you sign up. Talk about it. Even the free promo stuff, like right, free for high school seniors mm-hmm. or students yep. in general. Yep. And talk about that. Get them involved. The youth. Start them there. We got to that retention rate has to be higher than twenty percent. Yep. So that, that's the other thing. Drive that up. And I know it's easier said than done, but we have we've talked some of the methods to do it in this episode. So keep all that in mind, and hopefully, Ryan, we'll see you reffing some um, some college games here very soon. Yeah, rooting for you. I hope. Well, first high school playoff games. Got to get those. Yep. Well, I'll be sure to advertise that here on the show again, showing when <laughs> Ryan's Ryan Borkart reffing his first ever playoff game. Check it out on YouTube. There you go. <laughs> again ryan thank you for coming on today yeah thanks for having me really appreciate all it all right and yeah remember at true sports crew on all platforms and thank you all for listening to another episode of drew sports crew the perfect podcast for you